I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, and welcome to Blighty Day Fiancé, the only reality TV recap podcast hosted by a married, heterosexual, transatlantic couple based in London. Unbelievable. Genuinely, it's like Radiohead are in the room. You're amazing. I want you to do the sat-nav on our car. That'd be so good. Like, (laughs) imagine if you programmed your own voice to do the sat-nav. So you were telling yourself where to go. So meta. No, I wouldn't like that because I know me. And if the the (laughs) sat- You wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't, first of all, I wouldn't have a clue. Secondly, it would be like, you know, that meme of Kermit the Frog talking to Kermit the Frog in a hood? Uh, That's what it would be. uh Like, I would be talking to my id. Right. And it would be like, give that bitch the finger. (laughs) Flip the bird. She shouldn't have cut you off. Drive off the road. I mean, that's bleak, but who no. knows what can happen with bleak Kermit. How you doing, my love? It's hot in the world. Alfie's <sighs> just come in. Hello. Hello. What's up? Nothing. Off you go, then. Okay. <laughs> Tie your shoe, or better yet, take them off, because we don't wear shoes indoors. It's best not to. Um, the particularly lowliest among us, the real slime among us, uh, keep our airport shoes on when we get into bed. I I can't even. That's a bridge too far for me right now. Psychologically, I'm too fragile. Yeah, I can handle most of the things that Gino has done, but I think if Jasmine was going to break from anything, uh, 
it, it's not the I need a peeler. It's that I got into bed with my dirty airport shoes on. Should we talk about them first? Yeah. We've done them last the last couple of times. Let's do them first. Yeah. Well, I usually like to save them for last because they're sort of the comic relief. Not this week. Um, no. You know, new things... New things have been raised. I'm suggesting a new TV show called Bottom Chef to find the most unpleasant person you can have in any kitchen. What would the prize be for Bottom Chef? I don't think that there should be a prize (laughs) for Bottom Chef. I think there should be a punishment. Well, shit, who's going to go on the show? You go on a show where if you win, you get punished. Yeah, but chefs generally speaking have that and and i don't mean this in a pejorative way even though it will immediately sound like it they have that sort of psychopath right power that surgeons have where they can just power through things they won't mind the fact that they get punished if they win because at least they've won that's the sound of inky's bone hitting the floor thank you inky yeah exactly so i think the punishment for bottom chef should be (laughs) that you have to do you remember that movie that we couldn't or that i couldn't watch where like the people it's some kind of prison and the people on the top level get to eat real food and then whatever's left over has to go there's a sequel coming oh god i don't there's enough there are enough awful things that happen in the world no. i i don't understand why we have to imagine new ones no but that's what i think the punishment should be i think they should amazing have to eat idea. they have to do a real life whatever that film was called yeah amazing they idea. should have to eat the leftovers of the leftovers of the leftovers of the leftovers unbelievable idea love it okay any uh anyone from bravo listening uh <laughs> if andy cohen's listening this sounds exactly the sort of thing you commission yeah make it happen we only want how many percent do we want i i don't know i haven't gotten to that point in my legal training yet okay hey everyone can i can i tell everyone the good news in your world in my world yeah i suppose yeah i'm a bit shy but yeah go ahead our lovely michelle who um studied law quite some time ago has just been accepted to do what is it exactly you tell them so even the qualification (laughs) sounds boring (laughs) (laughs) which is a great start but uh here in the uk um you can be a barrister or a solicitor so barristers are the ones that you see on tv that wear wigs and robes and and are utterly fabulous um i won't go into why i haven't chosen that route it's just it's one of those things where it's like unless you're actually interested it's not worth me banging on about um i have chosen to be a solicitor and hopefully, fingers crossed, a solicitor advocate, meaning that I can still do advocacy, but not in the way that a, that a barrister might. You can do talking in court. Yes, exactly. Fancy. And when does that start? Um, it starts in September. But we ain't going to stop this. No, no, not no. at all. No. If anything, 
But you're going back to school. I am going back to school. Big fancy lawyer school, a big fancy lawyer school. Yes, and I will be studying for a master's in legal practice, which will allow me to practice in other countries Now, like America. Tell me when we provided I pass the bar. When we watch a legal procedural on TV, yes. is it going to make you even more unbearable? Make that, me unbearable. Well, if I venture to, to suggest anything on a matter of law, are you properly? I mean, you already go. Uh, who went to law school here? But now I'm not going to have a leg to stand on. First of all, I—that's not the question I ask. The question I ask is, where did you get your law degree from? Which is a totally different question. <laughs> Second, <laughs> moreover. Yeah. We had a discussion the other day, and I realized it was so good on my own. One of the best moments of my life. On my own, I came to the realization that you arguing with me about procedurals is a way of engaging with me on a topic that I'm interested in. Well, the moment that I thought was one of the best moments of my life was when he went, "You know, I don't know. You might be right." unbelievable moment for me and that's all you see i'm just i'm lashing out with that baseball bat in the hope it might make contact with the ball and go out of the park that's all i'm doing whack, 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 yeah whack. but you know the important thing is i think particularly as a neurodivergent person yeah. is that i was very set in the belief that you were challenging me oh on points of law Never. in order to make me feel inadequate or to show me up. I'm just meeting you where you are. But you are. You're meeting me where I am and yeah, showing an interest. What animal do you think that is on TV? I think we need to turn the TV off because <laughs> you're too distracted. All right. That's enough chittering. Should we do a podcast? Yeah, we should. Um, Gino Patreon.com <laughs> slash Blighty Day. Blighty is spelled B L I G H T Y D A Y. Yeah. Yeah. Sign up for it. We've got good stuff. You can listen to all our episodes ad free. Mm -hmm. You can listen to Royal Tea, which is where me and my colleague and good friend Elliot, who is a broadcaster and a former clerk of the House of Commons. So he's got a lot of insider knowledge into the British aristocracy, hey, into did, the British government. Did we get any more news about that very exciting thing that might be happening with that? We have not. Okay. Stay tuned. Uh, yes, yeah, stay tuned. Um, we also do a program called Make Robin Watch This mm -hmm, Working mm -hmm, Title, mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. we make Robin watch reality shows that I think he will hate. So far, I've been unsuccessful yeah. because he's liked everything I, I've I have. made him watch. Rather like Norwegian death metal, I'm, I am fully aware that <laughs> I can enjoy anything. I'm that kind of guy. I can enjoy anything. That But is so untrue. It's so true. No, it is. It's true. I can enjoy anything. I just choose not to, right? I have these groundless prejudices because i know if i expose myself to most things i can learn to love them that's all i'm saying 
By the way, Poodle's listening to this going, say more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. Um, Yeah, that's true. Um, I watched um, two episodes of... Welcome to Plathville. Welcome to Plathville. And I wanted more. But we haven't had time to record the podcast yet because we've got Alfie all the time at the moment. And he he takes a lot of parenting. Which is great. And we love it. But yes... Um, but then, it will come up. We'll try and do it at the weekend. Anyway, right, Gino and Jasmine. Right. So Jasmine apologizes to Gino. Pointlessly. Yes. However, I think that it shows that she is genuinely trying yeah. to improve their communications massively and by demonstrating that she understands even if she doesn't understand on a deep level yeah. that his perspective is different to hers mm-hmm. and his needs are different to hers that is massive progress and mm. not the kind that we tend to see on this show nope and certainly not what we expect from her it reminded me of what i do with you which is that i am not having your feelings i am not seeing things the way you see them but i completely accept that you are having those feelings uh you're pulling a face like the bulldog's doing something really grim i just don't know what he's eating and we've had a lot of drama with him this week already with the eye thing i don't know where the antler is i've got the butter daisy right here inkers look instead of doing that do this yes it's the butter daisy Okay, please eat the butter, Daisy. <laughs> Nothing to do with butter. No. no. Um, yeah. yeah. She's properly trying. She's actually doing the whole empathy thing. And, mm-hmm. and I think meaning it. Meanwhile, his reaction is that of a three-year-old who enjoys the power that this gives him over her. And it is ugly as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is manipulative. Now, I have seen, heard, witnessed rumblings of, oh, maybe Gino is neurodivergent Mm. himself, and maybe these are issues that he has. Um, I'm willing to accept, it's not for me to diagnose anybody. Nope. And it's not like, I think that... Without that knowledge, you have to assess it for what it seems, right? Sure. I think the timing is interesting. Um, I think he, I think his family wound him up pretty tight with the prenup discussion. It's incredible what dry pasta can do to a man. Right. And, uh, oh, so you admit it was dry. (laughs) One one of our listeners messaged. Your Honor, may I refer you to the comment I made last? No, week? I just look. I wanted to share with you um, a message that we got on our Instagram. Yeah, to this effect. Okay, you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and trying to find out. I can just hit pause. Yeah. You see, and I'm paused. They didn't even know I did that. So Michelle P has written in to say pasta was shit. 
<laughs> Overcooked means mush. I yeah. bet they cooked it and then added sauce and cooked it more. Mm. Fresh pasta is so delicate. The pasta also looks like it was not properly kneaded before running through the pasta machine because I noticed the uncle was breaking the noodles apart. If if it was properly kneaded, when it comes out of the pasta machine, it can go right to the rack and breaking apart is not needed at all. So thank you, Michelle P., for that contribution. And also, um, please come and live where we live and open a gluten-free Italian restaurant. Because the one we had just closed down, and I am gutted. I can't even go there. Let's not talk about it. Anyway, um, in my opinion, uh, as a... Now, now, do I have Asperger's radar or something like that where I can tell when other people are? Sadly, that would be called Astar, and no one needs that. No. Uh, well, I don't know what it would be called. A-S-D-A-R? I don't know. Um, anyway, if it exists, I don't know that I have it, but I'm pretty sure he's just being an asshole. I think he's and just he's, being an asshole. He's exploring ways that he can stand up for himself that he can then minimize later yeah, but when he, she has when she reacts to it well he's been told by his family you've got to stand up for yourself right right and so this is like the mantra in his head and he interprets that to mean i can be a dick about anything that's not what standing up for yourself means you still got to integrate with the other person what he's doing is what a toddler does when they explore boundaries yeah. Right? But he's acting up like a three-year-old. Comp- <laughs> he looks like a three-year-old. That's the way he looks like a very old three-year-old. What's your opinion on on cooking without the proper equipment? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> right? Like, I love kitchen gadgets, right? And I, I <sighs> pride myself on having every kind of knife sharpener known to man and i love a good peeler oh, i love a good peeler but i have also used a knife and particularly carrots like when i was growing up scraping a carrot with a knife was the way you peeled a carrot yeah same right little bits of fucking carrot skin all over the bloody ceiling nightmare but it's fine it works right it's the shame in you don't have it it's it's, you don't have it so we don't cook is so ridiculous like where's the macgyver spirit (laughs) i've just spent so much of my life now in rented accommodation yeah that i i mean obviously after we got married we got a lot more kitchen stuff (laughs) well when we got together we had two of everything and then of course the process begins of whose gets kept and whose gets chucked and most of my stuff got chucked i think that's fair enough mine was nicer because i had a very good wedding registry in my first (laughs) marriage and i kept almost everything yeah so did i but i kept nothing right (laughs) um yeah Look, come on. It's just peeling. I mean, the bigger question, the great mystery here is what recipe calls for a potato, a carrot, and a beet? Anything Polish. (laughs) 
<laughs> she is cooking Polish cuisine. I, I, can I be candid here? I think the reason why Gino pulled this tantrum is he just didn't want to eat the vegan meat. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. It was an Alfie move. Yeah. Yeah? Alfie does that all the time. It's not that I wouldn't eat it. It's just that the tools are such right. that I, I can't. We can't possibly cook this. They ought to be at a stage in their relationship where they can tell each other the truth without fear of, you know, doing serious emotional harm. Now, what I will say is it was supposed to be like a romantic thing for her to cook him the food, right? Because he he was already having a tantrum and she was like, look, just lie there and let me cook you dinner, right? I will just say... If she knows he's being a bit of a dick, make a mistake. That probably wasn't the time to try it. Like, mm, I don't want to offend Michiganders here, but... Oh, I thought you said make a mistake. No. You said make a mistake. I mean, she did make a mistake. I was like, what? 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 No, make him a steak. Like... I don't know how romantic it is to make someone eat something that they're not really into. Right? No. Particularly like vegan food or specialist food, you know? Like, you know I don't like beans. Yes. Right? It's the texture. I can't stand beans. Most pulses, actually. Um, If you said, how romantic it is, I'm going to cook you a bean stew, Right? I'd be like, that isn't romantic. That is a punishment. It's a real shame, though, because you don't like soups in general, and that's kind of the only thing I can make. Is hence the fact that I have I've become predominant cook, and that is good because um, I love cooking for you. Aw, yeah, that's make, very sweet. That yeah, makes me real happy. But I just think, like, if if genuinely this was a gesture on her part, she actually should have made something that wouldn't have given him the ear. Right. Yeah. And so a little bit from one pile, a little bit from the other pile. But then, given that she's done it, his compromise has to be to show the good grace not to behave like a three-year-old. Right. And again, I think it's a lot deeper than that. I think he I think he checks out emotionally when he's challenged by her mm-hmm. and that drives her insane and I think and I I don't mean it it sounds like a criticism when I say that, but that would bother me too. Oh, I think yeah. it's the worst feeling in the world to be hurt and have the person who hurt you just have zero affect. Well, we saw it last year, right? Or whenever they were last on. Do you remember when they were having that huge fight in like the beach hotel room they were at? Where who the could local forget? Bus, right? And she's screaming and screaming and screaming because, you know, he sent her topless pictures to his ex. And do you remember his reaction? He was like, oh, well, fine then. He just shut down. He was like, oh, he well, shut down obviously we're over. And he was quite nasty, right? Yeah. He apologized and apologized. And then he realized the apology wasn't going to get him what he wanted. And he was just like, well, fuck this. That's how he is. He's not a nice person. He's not a nice person. Certainly not in that situation. No. And I think in any relationship like that, you have to look at, 
what both parties are doing to try to build a bridge. And I think, I know that she's not very popular, but I love Jasmine. And I think that she has bent over backwards to be more accommodating she's toward him. Bent over backwards and stuck three different sizes. Yeah, really sad. She's so, like, the whole point of this story is she's too good for him. But, like, every week we discover a new way in which she's too good for him. The sad thing is, like, she is a textbook example of sunk loss fallacy, right? She's like, oh, I know, but I love him. And what she's saying in that is, I've invested time and love in him, and I, I get my prize, right? And that just isn't the way the Oof. world works. You need to go, I invested my time and my love, and it didn't pay off, and so I need to reinvest my time and my love in someone else. Right. And I think that she can't be with somebody who matches her looks wise or lifestyle wise because she no because that would immediately make her feel insecure yeah and i i agree with that yeah yeah like jealousy is gonna be a big thing she doesn't do maybe she does no she doesn't doesn't, that's fine but yeah she is gonna be like yeah she needs to be with a schlubby guy for sure i mean hey um (laughs) (laughs) If you're in the country, Jasmine. Um, Yeah, she needs to be with a schlubby guy who's older than her, probably. Fine, right? But also a really nice one. Yeah? She needs to be with... She deserves that. Yes. We all do. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to Riley and Violet. Mm. So, Riley's on the way to the airport. Um, chatting to I. I've missed whether that's a friend, just a sister, or an feel acquaintance. Sister, I think sister. Yeah, something like that. Um, he's leaving the the PI for now. He's he's tabling that <laughs> yeah. instruction. He has yet to instruct the private investigator. There's nothing shittier than thinking about hiring a private eye to spy on your partner and then going. Where it's not really worth the expense. <laughs> that's somehow even worse. Is that what he said? I think that's what it is. Oh. Yeah. I think that he, well, I think production would have paid for that. I mean, they would love that. Can you imagine? They could set it to like music, couldn't they? It's just, yeah. Anyway, the less said about him and his attitude towards women, the the better because I'm not here for it. I think, again, I don't care what your past relationships have been like. If you have um, experienced infidelity or any of those issues, you need to deal with those issues before getting into another relationship Mm -hmm. and subjecting the new person to your old insecurities. Right. Okay. Totally agree. The and biggest... that goes for everyone who's ever on Love at First Sight. That goes for everyone who's on um, what's the blind thing with the pods? Love is Blind. Yeah, Love is and Blind. And Married at First Sight is what you meant. Yes, I it think. is. Yeah. That's right. But you know all those shows where people always go in with this massive trauma from the very recent past? Yeah. Yeah, don't go on those shows. 
The biggest compliment that Alfie has ever paid was today when he said that he doesn't worry about you and I and, and our relationship because we don't fight, which is hilarious because obviously we do. <laughs> but when he we doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but when we do argue we are respectful toward each other and we listen to what the other person has to say. And I was, I don't know about you, but I was really touched by that. I was too. The point is we enter arguments, both of us, when we argue, we begin that process with an eye on the resolution. That's the point of mm -hmm. arguing, yep. right? There's no point in arguing if you don't want a resolution. That's just violence. I think a lot of people enter into arguments because they want to win. I hate winning. <laughs> <laughs> I like things being solved. I don't care who wins. Right? Well, yeah, in that context, absolutely. Here he comes. Tr right. Trotting down the stairs. Anyway, that... Hey, we were just talking about you, Alf. <laughs> we were saying how lovely it was when he said that we have, we know how to argue and we do it well. Yeah, it's nice. Thanks, man. Right, bugger off. <laughs> yeah, all the, I love that. All of a sudden, when there, when the, he has an audience, it's what I didn't say that. Me, <laughs> I'm not sweet and adorable. No. no. Yeah. Um, we had a lovely gathering, didn't we? Where some of our friends got to. <gasps> we meet did. Alfie. Yeah. 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 Hey, if you're in the hood, if you're in old London town, you know, drop us a lot. We're, we're good hosts. I, yeah. Well, are we good hosts? We're happy hosts. Yes. We might be terrible. We're hosts. enthusiastic. We're happy hosts. We might not be good at it. No. It's an open door. But we here. are enthusiastic. Come home. Come home. Because um, we don't go out. <laughs> we're just, I'm just saying we're homebodies, right? At the present moment in time... In my time of grief, yes. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to put on my mourning dress and veil. Um, They're not going to want to come. And the atelier <laughs> who Elliot commissioned to make my summer mourning gear is just very, very busy. Is it wrong that I find that erotic? What? Summer morning gear. Uh, you won't when you see the Queen Mother wearing it. Oh, fuck. I'll no. put it to you that Not way. Not that old dead Nazi. <laughs> anyway, uh, Violet is sweet but strong. Primary school teacher who always gets what she wants. Yeah, never like it when people say that. Um, she has two daughters with her ex who was unsupportive in every sense of the word, financially, emotionally, Etc. Didn't know she was married to Gino. Um, it's a bit harsh. She says, I don't want someone who will force me to live the way they want me to, to live. And that is where <laughs> I don't understand why she is with Riley. Because yeah. I think Riley is possibly one of the most inflexible people who has ever been on this show yeah um, so, uh, yeah 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 yeah. he's not he might not be 
Jesse Meester level controlling. No, but I, fi- I in this house now, I'm just going to call, you know, the things you use to change the channel on the TV or turn the volume up and down, the remote Riley. <laughs> okay. Yeah? That's that, was, gonna... that was belabored. You know that album by Joy Division, Riley. All right. Mm. Um, so she meets with her... Riley Alt-Delete. Quit, Riley. You finished? Yeah. Okay. So she meets with friends to announce formally that she's dating Riley. And one of her friends is, I think, rightfully concerned that uh, Violet dating someone who is picky, uh, is a nitpicker, if you like, um, is probably not a great idea. To reply to They are horrible. They're a horrible couple. It's quite hard to say that, horrible. You say horrible? How do we put the jack in the box back in the box? There's a lot of stomping. They won't hear it. All right. Because of the wonderful process well, that it's goes dis- into this it's podcast. It's distracting for me. Yeah, there's a lot of this going on. Thump, 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 up and down the stairs, gotta go up the stairs. I forgot something downstairs, gotta go back upstairs, gotta go downstairs. I just got the meanest mug. I know. We're in a lot of trouble. She's coming into teenhood. What have you got? Why are you looking at me like Pennywise? You're doing that weird, like, eye thing. (laughs) You probably can't hear him. He's he's sassing. He's sassing with his little cute what little bit of hair What have you got? What did you come down. back down to get? Oh, I, I just, I, I, I was just taking a bottle of water up. So I was down the You're not to take bottles of water up because they live. I hate y'all Just listeners. pause because nobody is interested No, they're going to want to know All this. Right. I found in his drawers three plates, two cups, a straw. And they're just in his drawers. <gasps> that is Right. Even I don't do that. Right. You got them out on display, but you don't stash them in the drawers. I did leave a plate in his room because he's got aircon in his bedroom. All right, off you go. Go away. All right, and stay there, please, just so we have a hope of getting this done. Because I want to watch another episode of our program. Love you. Night-night. Bye. Bye. See you soon. All right. Um, Yeah, look, she wants, Violet wants Riley to prove that he trusts her by not digging into the past and not not asking about the past anymore. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Saying Um, that to him, right, is going to be like, well, what are you going to hide? Yeah, awful, awful, awful. Not looking forward to when they actually have their no. fights. Because neither one of them is charismatic enough to be funny in a fight, right? So it's just going to be ugly. I disagree with that. I think in the right relationship, yeah, Violet maybe. could be very maybe. compelling and interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But this is not that relationship. No. I'm just not seeing that, but he's dry as a bone. Dry, he needs to be, he should look dry up. Dry as a Gino pasta dish. He should look up Hazel. Yeah. You know, who... Or Munty. Is out showing... Minty. Munty. (laughs) I like to call her Munty. Hazel, who is uh, 
outshone by wallpaper. Yeah. She was drab. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So let's talk about, not Amber, Amanda. Oh, brother. Um, you, you remember how every episode of Friends You Never Watch Friends um, was the one where this is very much the one where Amanda does all the thinking she should have fucking done before she got on a plane. And it, it's just relentless, right? Like every single moment we were like, yeah, and you should have thought of that before you got on the plane. Again and again and again. And the problem is she's punishing him for the thoughts that she should have already processed before she came out there. Like, don't go out there and then make him feel like a bastard because you've gone out there. But she's grieving. Mm, I Listen, I feel like... I'm hesitant to criticize Amanda without the caveat that I have behaved that way in a previous relationship and possibly more than one previous relationship because you were trying to end it but you didn't have the guts or because that's just how you were did you want those relationships to last or were you trying to sink them (sighs) i think in both the relationships that i'm thinking of i had i was angry with myself and I was at a place in my life where things were not going the way that I had expected and I was struggling with various things. And rather than put the burden on myself to resolve those problems, I took it out on my partner at the time. Right. Now, what she could do here is just be open and honest and say, look, I'm really struggling with this. Can you help me with that? Instead of being like quite confrontational, and aggr- like using her pain against him, she could look for ways that he could help her. But the problem with that is he's clearly a child and she doesn't have any faith at all that he can help her with that because he probably can't. I think you're right about the fact that he can't help her. Again, um, one of our dear listeners, I am sorry that I don't have the comment to hand and I don't want to attribute it to the wrong person. Um, But one of our dear listeners pointed out that while you and I were going back and forth because we, we don't 
you and I don't agree on Amanda and her motivations for doing what she's doing. Um, the listener raised the possibility that this is a fear response, which I think is a very legitimate yeah. argument. When people are fearful, they do not tend to be vulnerable. They tend to stay in anger yeah. because that's safer and more comfortable. That's why the pug barks at everything. Sure. Not because she wants to bite everything, but because she's afraid that it's going to bite her. Um, now, I don't want to go over the details um, on a granular level because it's just... It's too dark. But basically, Razvan wants Amanda to be present and live in the moment and focus on their relationship. And Amanda realizes, perhaps too late, that she has put herself before the well-being of her children. Yeah, she is in the moment. It's just the moment six months ago when her husband died. Yeah. Right? I think that's legit. Yeah. yeah. Um, he gives her a key. Uh, that has not gone down well in the past. Um, <laughs> CF, Tom. Tom, and Darcy. Yeah. It's funny. I think about it now in, t <laughs> in terms of... So when I, <laughs> when I have to write... Um, when I have to write legal briefs, yeah. I I constantly have to cite either like the relevant authority or like uh, basically the piece of legislation mm -hmm. that I'm relying on or yeah. or the case that I'm relying on that has set the precedent for whatever that law is, right? In the case of Tom versus In the case Darcy. of Tom. Well, so, so you don't say versus in oh, right. this country. We say and, ah. which is weird. Yeah. Sounds like that doing it together yeah and in a way aren't they well particularly They're doing if, a law thing together particularly in family law proceedings yep. it's it's initials so mm. it's 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 always like k and k or p and p mm. regarding a child or something like that so it's it's quite anyway Interesting to me, but probably not to anyone. <laughs> I'm you. fascinated, but yes, keys, keys to the house, usually not as good as a ring. I think it's quite romantic, but also a bit weird because she's staying with him for three weeks. It ain't gonna be three weeks. She's like, can we negotiate this down to three minutes? Um, but I can't think of any time that she's gonna go back to his apartment without him. Unless he's saying, I'm going to piss off with my mates because you're really no fun. Just let yourself in. I don't really. I think it was just a gesture to, to say like, and I actually. You know, if you live in the same place, having a key to the other person's apartment, that's romantic. If you are visiting them, having the key to their apartment means they're going out without you. I don't know. I think that I think gifting it is sort of like saying you always have a home here. I know. But I don't think that that's the way that it gets interpreted. Now, I've had a, I've reflected on this. And even though I really didn't like him at first and felt like, and I still don't he's a bit love of a, him. Nah, he's a bit of a dick. <sighs> As young people very often are. Maybe, <laughs> but I also think that he is 
I also think that he believes what he's saying to her. I he, don't think he that wants he, to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that he is being willfully deceitful nope. in any way. No, I don't. And I don't think that he, I also don't see him shying away from difficult conversations. What has, what became trans. Oh, no, I, I, I was just going to say the moment when he was like, I will be hurt if you leave early but okay i get it was very um quite sophisticated actually not to hide the fact that you'll be hurt to have the level of candor it takes actually quite a strong person to say that will hurt me but it's okay i think so too i I thought it was pretty damn mature i thought it was too and and look the fact of the matter is there's no way that he can and I hate to be all, I'm, I am a mom, I'm the only kind of mom, and you'll never understand, because you'll never be a mom. But he can't understand what she's going through as a mother, um, as a widow, as a human going through a devastating experience. He's, He's not presumably... He's not dealt with that level of tragedy and he, one cannot overstate the effects this has on these children who I think are trying in their own way mm-hmm. to share their their experience with him, yeah. e- expecting that he's going to be a part of their lives. Now, in that way, and he can't be, of course, because it would be insensitive for him to get involved in their grief. No, but I believe wholeheartedly that Amanda has sold him a lie that, yeah, that she'll go visit him yeah. and then he'll come visit her yeah. and they'll play happy families. Yeah. So I, I mean, he seemed genuinely shocked, like, but we spoke about Yeah, this. of course they did. And of course, you know, she built castles made of sand or castles in the sky or whatever the house of sand and fog (laughs) she she built an imaginary thing and gently persuaded him persuaded persuaded him into uh believing in that future yeah and I'm sure off camera she said things like, oh, when you get here, you can get an agent and you can do so much. And so, like, I... All right. So, the, 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 the big problem here is that she's been quite mean to him going, stay away from my kids, essentially. I can't have you around. And, like, we're screaming at the TV, so why did you have him on all the video calls? Mm-hmm. Right? You did this, not him. Right. He's just continuing the thing that you wanted him to do and and i think the reason that it rubs up badly is that there is a feeling and i get it grief is awful and we can't control it but when you weaponize your grief in the way that she kind of is doing i can understand that right we all lash out when we're suffering that much but it's really hard to watch and this guy is not in so deep that to be fair he should have to accept that. I agree completely. I think that, yeah, when you've known someone for a while and they've become your rock, yeah, 
then you, you can, can be as much of a prick as you want when sure. you're suffering like that. And and maybe what we're seeing as well is her entering the anger stage mm. of grief. Yeah. But she needs to she needs to process that ideally with a therapist, but also like please Or with a guy in Paris. <laughs> yes. Just fuck it out of her system. Through the best sex she will ever have in her life. Right. Um, she won't know his name. Uh, she'll never be able to find him again. And it's better that way yeah. because. Don't try and have a relationship with a guy you fuck to get over a heartbreak. Yeah. Don't do that. All right. Very quickly, let's go to this overly long episode of Catfish known <laughs> as Tyree. Poor Tyree. First of all, all the sympathy in the world for the position that he's in, you know, taking care of his mother yeah. by himself and not being able to work and not That's having much That's what of... makes this really hard to watch. Yeah, exactly. He's just, he's a very, seems like a very nice and certainly generous and selfless young man. And it's just heartbreaking that someone would take advantage of that kindness. And I don't understand how these people live with themselves. Um, forgive the noise Desperation, from, from the bulldog. Yeah, yeah. But basically. Which is established, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets, he reads a, an, an email from the person who pretended to be Carmela, whose name is maybe Christian, if I remember correctly. Um, saying, uh, I'm sorry I lied, to, words to the effect of, I'm sorry I've been lying to Tyree for five years, I feel bad, but I really needed the money, I can't be with him, I do love him, but I can't be with him. And his response is kind of like, oh, she said she loved me. <laughs> yeah, it's not really what you were expecting. Um, like, there are a number of, again, the bulldog at this point has got a rubber ball in his mouth, which means the chaos will happen. Um, there are a number of things this could be, right? Do you want to hear all the possibilities? Let's drill through them. Whoa! Just pinged it right at the teeth. Right at poor Tyre. Yeah. Yeah, hit him right in the face with that rubber ball, didn't you, Shmoo? Um, there are a number of things that could be going on here. Theory number one. Carmela was real. Someone hacked her accounts and has taken over and we're going to find the real her and there will be a woman called Carmela happily ever after. Theory number two, Carmela was real, um, decided that she didn't want this relationship to go anywhere and has actually asked some guy to come along and basically break up with him in a really weird way on her behalf. Theory number three, it was this guy all along. Yeah, that's the most likely theory. Theory number four. Oh God, I don't know. Like whatever's going on. I had a few. Whatever's going on here is kind of hard to watch. I'm not really sure what this is. I feel sorry for the guy, but I'm not sure if I should feel sorry for the guy. And it feels like a holding pattern. Is this even the right show? And it's all very weird. So look, I'm sure we'll get more from them, but I found this all kind of odd and I might just be getting to the point where I'm not feeling so sorry for him because it's just weird to watch. Right, next. Right, let's move on. Last, but certainly not least. Might be least. 
Nicola and Misha. So we've been waiting to meet these. Um, and they are a Stone Cold Drop Dead 90 Day Classic. Are they not? I mean, you I know. Mean, I think they're the comedy light relief for the season. I yeah, don't... this is this is new, you know, and the... <laughs> it is new. It, it's, it's as new as her... Um, devotion to the Catholic Church after a spiritual awakening in which she was hoovering <laughs> the front room or vacuuming, sorry, the front room yeah. in the nude. She mistook. Was she in the nude? Well, she said she saw two giant suns oh God, in the window. It was just her tits reflecting. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm not saying she did not in that <laughs> moment have a spiritual awakening. I what just, time of day was it? Were the curtains, well, I guess the curtains weren't drawn, but yeah. I, look. What was the lighting in the room? If you guys want me to make a diorama of of how this could have happened, I could. But think about. Are we doing a grassy knoll thing here? <laughs> <laughs> think about. Think about a room that has yeah. like two windows on either side yeah. that face each other. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And one side of the house is like dark. Yeah. Or in shade. Yeah. And the other side, the sun is coming in like full beam. And maybe because it's the day that she's cleaning, maybe the window's fogged up. Maybe the window, you know, is a bit dusty or whatever. And so she's seeing the light and her and reflection re of the boobs at the same time. Sorry. So this <laughs> one of the suns is actually the sun. And the other sun is one of her boobs. Possibly. That's one theory. How far apart are her boobs in this moment? I mean, I guess it depends how vigorously she was hoovering. I I haven't put that much thought into it, admittedly, but did the suns jiggle? That was the first. That was the first. I don't know. That's what came into my head. I'm not. Uh, look, obviously, she is a very devout and yeah. pious woman, yeah. and this is the life that she's chosen for herself. Um, I don't know whether the decision she's making about her relationship is the right one um but i'm not going to pass judgment on whether this religion is the right one for her no, no no um i will say that is a as someone who was raised in the catholic church and later um identifies as jewish absconded from the faith yeah i but even then there are bits and pieces of catholicism that i keep with me because it's part of my heritage it's part of my yeah and i'm know. the flip reverse right as you know not that i've embraced catholicism but i do have a very quite intense emotional connection to it to catholicism um of all of the kind of major branches of religion it's the one that hits me the hardest. Like, take me to Venice or Rome, put me inside a church, and I will just weep. Yeah, and how could you not? Right? Catholicism hits me hard. I do believe, I don't believe in God, 
But if I did, I would worship that god with a shitload of gold. I think some of the most, well, we could talk about, I could talk about spiritual experiences forever because I, again. But we both dig. There there is a lot to absolutely love about Catholicism. There's a few things to not like too. Um, But I don't like, I don't like the, the church as an institution and the people who are responsible for dismissing and making light of uh, widespread crimes that have been carried out. I've, I've not, I have no desire to spell it out, so no. I'm not going to. There's that. There's, you know, the large share of the blame for an AIDS ap- epidemic, which has killed millions of people. Um, we can put that on them as well i believe the catholic church has one or two things to answer for so i am not by any means like a an apologist i'm just saying there is there's some they worship with style i've got time for that shit i would say as well um what catholics don't do and listeners feel free to correct me i have I can't think of a single mass that I have ever been to, and I've I've been to um, masses on them. I've been to masses of masses all over the world. I have yet to come to one where there's that sort of evangelical flavor yeah. of rhapsodizing. Yeah. Um, that's not the Catholic and way kind of swing. No, no, I mean we almost pride ourselves on how solemn and serious we are. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we don't do all the bells and smells for nothing. We're compensating for the fact that you know it's, it's somber shit. Um, yeah. So she's really into it. The interesting. Well, we'll get to him in a minute. Um, her two daughters. Like I'm a I am a sucker for teenage kids on these shows who have got their heads screwed properly on. Mm-hmm. Right? They are always my favourites. I remember last year's uh ninety to fuck and Emma, I wanna say Emma. Her Yeah, her daughter. Her daughter who was smart as shit, right? Yeah. She had it together. But these two girls sort of reminded me of her a little bit. They were like they weren't criticizing their mum. I mean, they know their mum's crazed. They weren't criticizing her, though. They were like, you do you, girl, and that's cool, and we support that, and fine, be with your fish man. But <laughs> but he's not going to tell us how to live. And the where it became, where it sort of crossed from comedy to tragedy a little bit was her basically saying, what you are telling me you are afraid of is real. And it will happen. And I'm not sure there's anything I can do about it. And just, that's like telling a child, oh yeah, there is a monster in your closet and it will kill you tonight. I found that some of the most upsetting parenting I have seen on TV for a long time. Well, I, I listen, I could be wrong. They're 17 and 19. Mm. Um, 
I don't know that they do live with her full time. I don't know that they're still. I don't think they're going to stay living with her if they do. No. no. I, and yeah. I Basically, think... I think they were saying, because we're going to fucking go live with that. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt like Nicola's friend, Wasim, pretty much spelled it out. <laughs> for us he, yeah. it, it it was writ large he he pulled no punches uh you always rely on an israeli to read you for filth. right right for absolute <laughs> filth bottom of the dead sea filth you will never meet a more direct uh, people yeah. in this world no. than israelis no. um and i love them for that uh they're so salty, things don't sink in their water. <laughs> That's how salty they are. And these are, I, I mean, they weren't. They were not speaking Hebrew. They were speaking Arabic. So, we think, yeah, I, well, I know they weren't speaking Hebrew. No, they, well, they weren't speaking Hebrew. We heard some Arabic words in there. So, maybe, oh, all I'm saying is it might be like a, a like, a, I guess, like the Arabian version of Yiddish or something. There might be some sort of a so like a patois. Yeah, that where we're not aware. Oh, of. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the two languages do sound similar yeah. to the untrained ear. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, Wasim says very matter of factly that <laughs> yeah. Nicola is broke jobless mm -hmm, yep, and yep. lives with his mom yeah um i mean even sean on 90 to fuck didn't live with his mom yeah it's not good fortunately though he is extremely good looking and charming oh i think that's a joke right right I can't tell if you're trying to be generous. No, look, um, he literally has nothing. I'm, and it's, and look, she is a handsome woman. I'm not sure she's weathered terribly well for her years, but um, she reminded me a bit of Jen, um, who we just saw on tow. They got that same voice. It's quite sexy. Um, you know, she's artificially enhanced in many ways. It's that news anchor kind of vibe, right? It's not my thing, but she's a handsome woman. Yeah, I think that if uh, I'm going to pretend or I won't over-index the fact that you mentioned uh, how weathered she is, but as long as we can say the same thing about a man, I think that's fair enough. Oh, God, we can I don't certainly say that, it about him. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I think what we I, can aspire to do is not use gendered terms for... No. Uh, for looks, I'm right. I, I don't think the weather is a no. I don't. I but I had to think about it. It, no, it gave well, me pause for thought. But I'm saying it broadly in the context of you know she's a good looking girl. She's certainly out of his league. Absolutely right, without question. Um, I was saying to a friend of mine, she has, and and I'm sorry to bring up bring this name up to anyone who will, it will upset. Do you? Can you call to mind a lady called Michelle Bachman? Mm. She has. She was a tea partyer, right? Yes. Uh, Misha no has party like a tea party because the tea party don't fucking stop. Uh, Misha has 
the wide-eyed insanity of Michelle Bachman. Yeah. Um, paired with. Who's the other one? That awful Alaskan. Sarah Palin. Yeah. Um. They're that's, all a bit similar, but Bachman. No, that's not what I was going to say. Mm. She like. Again, it's a weird mix, but there's elements of Linda Carter in there too, like yeah, yeah. vintage Linda Carter. Yeah, that's right. Um, who, for my money, is you know one of the most beautiful women in the world. Um, Jimmy, I, Jimmy did well. I mean, yeah, she's a she's gorgeous. Um, I just don't know where this relationship We're not supposed is to know. going there's never been a mismatch like this it's it's incredible and but the really incredible thing is he's not even nice <laughs> he's not nice i mean i can get him not being charming i can get him not being funny but at the very least cyrano de bergerac was at least nice the beast from beauty and the beast was at least nice right you've got to at least be nice he was pretty get... moody at first and also he was <laughs> maybe a dog like <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, are we suggesting that it's going to turn out like he's moody at the moment, but he is going to—he he might come good. Since you, or he might be a dog. Since you brought up, takes like, what's wrong with dogs? Since you brought up Cyrano, yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to have to play this clip. Or Serrano, as we say. Forgive me, Serrano. So this is. The YouTube algorithm and the ghetto together. You kiss my mouth. You bite my lip. What is this? You draw blood. You're on fire. You're on fire. Fire. The whole world shimmers. And I burn. And I burn. With love. Christian. The whole world shimmers. And the night, and the sky, and your voice. Okay, I'm only pausing it because I don't want to get sued. But I think we play too much. What is that? That is James McAvoy oh. as Cyrano when oh. he did it a couple of years ago and won all the awards for it. Oh, was it supposed to be good? I think you probably need to see his face because it sounded really odd. It sounds. It, all right. First of all, <laughs> keep James McAvoy out of your mouth. <laughs> Secondly, yeah, I will show you the full clip. Okay, I'm down. It with will McAvoy. flood my basement. Shameless for right from the start. He's been my boy all along. This, this is seriously. And I know, look, he's putting on the accent because he's speaking in someone else's voice, wow. right? He's talking in someone else's voice to Roxanne. Oh, this, so he's not playing Cyrano, Serrano. He's playing the mate. 
Yes, sorry. Ugh, I always get that confused. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. Oh, so th- that's supposed to be like sexy turn on. Yeah. Probably need to see it because he sounded. I'm going to throw this across the room. I'm not even joking. I'm so angry right now. Oh, shit. I had to watch that. Can you even forgive him for Split and those Shyamalan ones? I know you've got a problem with those films. Robin! The first three times that I watched that clip, I had to be alone. <laughs> and I'll give you three guesses as to why I had to be alone when I watched them. I don't need and it had to do with my f- with our flood insurance, okay? <laughs> we didn't even have a basement before you saw that. And then suddenly, got a whole wine cellar. Insurance premiums yep. skyrocketed, yep. all right? Good. Well, he's a rum old um, lad, isn't he? Um, goodness only knows where this will go. That what worries me about it is that when she's talking to her daughter, she's sort of giving the impression that actually he's really mean and it's all going to be really horrible. And I'm like, the, the really strange thing is the degree to which she is in fear of him already. Yeah. Right? She's like, oh, I, I really hope that I get the annulment because he will savagely beat me. Like, he's got some weird power over her. Amazing. I wonder if it's a bit... Sorry, really thirsty after that clip. After which, Days of Akamai. Which I'm minded... made your mouth dry. Yes. Because all of the moisture in your body is rushed elsewhere. Yes. <laughs> now, I'm going to make you cut the clip out because you talked over it and made fun of it. And I'm, no, I'm just... N- I will not have that. It's gold. It's staying in. <sighs> right, we're done. I think we'll end on a high. No, I'm in. I'm incensed. I'm furious. And as Alfie says, we're very good at arguing. So, my love, you are entirely right to feel those feelings. I suspect I was a bit of a bellend. Cyrano came up. Yeah. Serrano, excuse me, came up, and I thought, oh, Pretty I have Cyrano. been. I have been gifted with this fantastic clip of james mcavoy's performance who by the way uh is a short king yeah right who could get it he could get it any day of the week he could get it from me probably he's a good looking boy yeah he was so fucking good in shameless like like he was a cut above like immediately did all y'all in America ever see the British Shameless? Because the American ones don't. I see. only did because I'm an Anglophile. It was so good for a f- few seasons. It really was. Until he yeah. Left. It was like Maxine Pete was in it, wasn't she? Who played opposite? I would probably watch that again. No, uh, Anna Marie Duff played opposite him. Played his love interest. Okay. And then they got married, and then they got divorced. Yeah, but oh my, that was a really intense wonderful beautiful relationship on tv that was fucking good and he was just electrifyingly good he's good in everything now he picks bad roles yes on that we can agree i for the record i think any film that glamorizes uh, a mental illness including um something that uses it as a facet of a horror film absolutely 
disgusts me and I hate it. And I would campaign to ban it if I thought I could get anyone to agree with me. But I, I'm not just insulted by it and offended by it. I am disgusted by it. Um, Anyway, yeah, look, I, what I was going to say is I wonder if they're both, either or both, Nicola and Misha are misunderstanding what this relationship is. Yeah. Because I feel like he's slightly giving a vibe of, I will be your father figure, put your tiny hand in mine. I will be your preacher, teacher, anything you have in mind. But mainly your preacher. But mainly your preacher and teacher. Yeah. In that he's looking at this as, I am going to have a wife who will obey me. Oh, yeah. And who I will teach Catholicism. Yes, exactly. And I will teach it unto her daughters. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like for her. Maybe that's what she wants, though. Maybe it will make her feel properly Catholic. Like, as a convert, she doesn't quite feel that she's there. But this is the missing bit of the ring that she needs. Now I'm a proper Catholic. There's an... Okay, there's an SNL <laughs> That's how Catholicism skit. works, right? <laughs> there's, there's an SNL skit with... With Jason Sudeikis and, um, oh God, her name escapes me. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the other two people. I just remember that Jason Sudeikis is in it. But he plays a teacher and it's like a parent-teacher conference. Mm -hmm. And he has this playfully antagonistic back and forth with the mom that quickly becomes sexual where he says something like, I'm not going to explain it. I'm just going to show it to you. Okay. We'll Um, we'll do that after. But is the idea that you're like, they'll have deep, profound conversations about Catholicism. No, the idea is what are you going to do to me if I sin? He's got none of that game to him. He's got none of that game. You'll be like, well, it's not for me. Uh, The Lord will probably punish you with fire. Oh, is the Lord going to punish me? Am I going to have to get on my knees? I don't see him going for this. I'm currently going for this. I'm like, let's wrap up this podcast. Let's wrap up this podcast. (laughs) I just want to feel the ecstasy of the Holy Spirit inside me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I am the luckiest man. (laughs) (laughs) I am really sorry to anyone I have offended with that. All I can tell you is that throughout this performance, I have felt extremely guilty as I should. And that is why every good Catholic girl should meet a good Jewish boy because with your Guilt powers combined, yeah. you will have the most incredible relations <laughs> imaginable. <laughs> have we covered everyone? I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs>
Seaman soon. See you soon. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.